This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Thank you for choosing the Dine Local ST podcast. Visit DineLocalST.com for the latest in restaurant offerings. Here's your host, Nick Shenton. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Dine Local San Diego podcast. I am your host, Nick Shinton, and we have an exciting, fun-filled show for you today. We got a brand new uh, restaurant we're going to be featuring called Storyhouse Spirits. We'll get into that in a little bit, but we're going to kick it off today like we always do with the Farmer's Market Report. And Joe, man, you have brought some bright greens and uh, really fresh-looking stuff into the, into the studio today. Yeah, sure have, Nick. We got we got some broccoli. We have bok choy. We have uh, red mustard frill. Some pea tendrils, mizuna, yu choy, some baby purple artichokes, some salsify. So it's yeah, like a, it's our bounty. It's like a nice mix. So I guess we're definitely seeing the effect of all these rains, and we're starting to see some positive effects where this stuff is like bright and green. And so I, I'm just kind of noticing here. Yeah, some which what I would consider a little bit more coarser greens, and then some which were more tender greens. So it seems like it's uh, been good for everything, huh? Yeah, everything's popping. Everything's uh, loving the water, and the temperatures have warmed up. So yeah, we're what we're seeing is just really, really beautiful, pristine product coming in, and it's just it's so awesome. It's full of life. It's it's not drying out. It's not getting burnt. Um, it's not too cold where it's the f- getting frost damage. So, and I, I saw you got some salsify up there. It was one of my absolute favorite roots, and I've only seen salsify from South America. Uh, I guess it's indigenous there, but this is some local salsify. I've never seen it with tops on it either. Yeah, it's from Wiser Family Farms. Uh, it's a white salsify. It's uh, yeah, the tops are great too. The the leaves they're uh, they're edible. delicious. They're really edible, yeah. Um, you, you could certainly use them in a dish. Yeah, for sure. Super cool. So salsify with some tops on it. You got some purple baby artichokes over there. Just a whole big bounty of stuff. Really yeah, cool. So, yeah, we have a lot of great different things coming in. We have green garlic. We have three different kinds of uh, baby broccoli and baby rapinis. I mean, there's more that's not even up here. So so th- everything's looking good arugula we're in a, we're in a really good spot right now that's awesome so come by check out the cooler or when your farmer's market truck gets there make sure you guys are get all over that because there's lots and lots of good stuff there all right um joe joe buckshness you've been out on the trucks selling this farm fresh produce and you went to one of my absolute favorite accounts uh one that i'm so proud to be the rep of mr a's mr a's indeed awesome um, so what's going on over there uh, so Mr. A's, they have an amuse-bouche, so that kind of like roughly translates to kind of tease the mouth or what the chef is kind of uh, going to offer throughout your course dinner or your dinner selection for that evening. Um, this week, or I'm sorry, last week, it was a carrot a coconut curry soup, but they pureed the carrot tops. And in the shot glass, um, it actually looks like a carrot. So the coconut curry on the bottom, the um, pureed carrot tops on on top of the actual shot and it's all just kind of one fluid motion just to kind of you know get you ready for your evening meal um next week they're doing a rhubarb consomme cherry curd and pickled rhubarb with a little micro garnish so it's a little bit of what the truck has to offer yeah super cool and and definitely seasonal when you think of spring uh carrots are definitely one of those things that come up in a lot of great you know they kind of gap during a little bit during the fall and the winter get really tough then but we're starting to get a resurgence back of them uh so that and then rhubarb another 
another classic yes. spring thing that's uh, super cool for them to bring in. And that, that, that um, farmer's market rhubarb is so robust and it's beautiful, bright, and just yeah. And just like what you guys were saying with these cooler temperatures and the rain, you know, everything is just vibrant and gorgeous. And you know, I mean, you kind of want to just show the ingredient in and of itself. Sure, you know, it's a really beautiful time to have all this stuff and. You know, to be in San Diego to enjoy it, and I know when you guys bring the truck by there, that you know, like a lot of the chefs do, but that you know, I caught you guys last week, even in the middle of the rain, <laughs> yeah. and still, all the chefs were out there in like the middle of driving rain, but it was important for them to get out there and Most taste definitely. everything and still see what's fresh, and you know, come up with yeah. these awesome, you know, amuse bouche, and just you can see the farmers market stuff definitely featured all over Mister A's menu, all that's for sure. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you, Joe, for telling us about that. That's going to wrap it up for this Farmer's Market Report. Short and quick and sweet, but man, there's some good stuff in that Farmer's Market cooler. Check it out, guys. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's that time. It's the main ingredient. And today we are so lucky to have Chef Nick Palerio of Storyhouse Spirits, a brand new distillery down in the gas lamp. And uh, I've had Nick in here, uh, Chef Nick in here a bunch of times in the last couple months as he's been preparing for this opening. And talk about a guy who's passionate in there doing all the research, doing all your testing, making sure that every plate when you roll out that menu is going to be an awesome representation of what your your skills and what we're going to be bringing to uh down into the, uh, oh gosh, what is the name of that? East Village, East huh? Village, the yeah. East Village area. So without any further ado, Chef Nick, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me here. Great to be here. So let's talk about Storyhouse Spirits, because we were it's a brand new concept. You're down there on Park and Jay. And Jay, yeah. Yeah, kind of down in the East Village. What's going on down there? Uh, so it's just, you know, it's a brand new up and coming. Uh, there's so many high rises going up, and we're maybe three blocks away from the ballpark, so... Uh, once opening day happens, I can only imagine, uh, uh, the business that we're going to get. So super excited for that. So Storyhouse Spirits. So yes. Spirit is part of the concept, right? It's a distillery. <clears throat> yeah, it- we're a distillery. Um, so Matt is our master distiller. Uh, great to work with him as well. Um, we're about six weeks away from doing our own, uh, vodka and gin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have some barrels of bourbon, uh, up in Claremont at our second location that, uh, whenever he's happy with it, we'll release, and then we'll be serving uh, solely our own liquor in house uh, behind the bar. Super cool! And so coming in, you got the. This is uh, you know you're a first time executive chef. Uh, you know you've built a great reputation from your previous where you have worked previously before. But we're really excited to see what you're going to be uh, doing with the menu. Do you want to talk about maybe one of a couple of things on the menu and what what went into them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the menu itself has been really exciting for me to get behind. Um, I actually, you know, I worked with you here in Studio Kitchen to put out some of our first and, and do other research. And I had a complete vision where I was going to run with everything. And then the progression of everything, uh, we've actually, with my team, just kind of um, ad-libbed. And that kind of menu is still there. But everything that makes a culmination uh, has really grown organically with the business itself. Uh, working with, uh, we have a wood fire oven, um, sure. and that really changed my perspective of the menu. You know, actually dealing with it on a day to day basis, yeah, which has been great. So, uh, we try and incorporate that wood fire oven as much as we can in the menu, even in our cold dishes. Um, be it you know our duck confit, we fire roast it first to bring all that fat out, and then we finish it uh, uh, on a burner later. But uh, some things that I'm super excited about are today we go live for our story hour menu. 
Um, and one thing on there is a uh, fish collar, uh-huh. something that, you know, doesn't often get used. And I've had a lot of experience with fish and I think it's one of the tastiest, it's like, you know, the chicken wing of the sea. Sure. Um, so it's a fish collar marinated in a soy miso mushroom broth. And for $8, I don't think there's a better value or a more exciting bite if you have the uh, gall to do it, yeah. And so Story Hour menu, that's like your happy hour. Yeah, that's our that's our brand of happy hour, absolutely. And when's that available? Uh, that is available from 3 to 6, 7 days a week. Cool. Uh, four cocktails for $8, and then we have three food items for $8 on there as well. Oh, wow. So a great way to come in and sample it. But it, So d- now, are you guys doing like multi-course dinners, or is it... Like kind of all cart menu or is a mix of appetizers and entrees? It's a definite mix of appetizers and entrees. I think that everyone was surprised with the reaction to the food. Um, I think that we went from kind of a share plates to, okay, now we have these little more eloquent dishes. Um, mm-hmm. So we are starting to get a little more coursed out, which is a lot of fun for me. Uh, and it's just, you know, it's great exposure because you get to try a little bit of everything, you know, the thought process that's there. Sure. Um, course by course, so. So you guys have been open now for about three weeks, about right? Three weeks, yeah. So this is a great time if you haven't checked out. They've they've still they've worked out a little bit of the kinks, and, you, and it's, you're ready to start, you know, full bore by. And especially what a time of the year because we're coming into baseball season, so that's going to be a big kick for that area. Oh, yeah. Um, awesome. What else you got planned? Um, well, uh, actually, St. Patrick's Day weekend will be our first brunch service. Oh, cool. Um, so we're adding that element on Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to try and incorporate Matt into that somewhere. So it's a, a brunch with a distiller. Um, and, and, you know, just make it a real knowledge-based kind of experience. Uh, start with the food, and then you actually have your drinks. And, you know, we're incorporating our own spirits into the food. But then also to be able to overlook at the actual distillery itself. I mean, everything's in-house, which is a really unique opportunity for me. And I think most everyone in San Diego to to really see something that, you know, full 360s is hit in every part from the distillery to the restaurant to the bar. Cool. So talk about that brunch menu a little bit. What do you got on there? Uh, So we're trying to, I don't want to do a lot of uh, poached. I want to do uh, a little unique thing. So we're we're talking about like a scrambled egg in a belly dish, pork belly, uh, duck hash. Uh, We do flatbread. So I want to do a breakfast flatbread, which I don't think is often seen. And that's Um, fired in that wood fire oven? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The wood fire oven is great. And it's a great, you know, tool for brunch as well. Uh, I'll, I'll try and get, you know, maybe a sticky bun or a monkey bread on there and try and get that smoke early in the morning. Awesome. Let's talk about the restaurant itself a little bit. Uh, just a gorgeous design. looks beautiful. Um, how many seats are in there? Or? Uh, so we can do about 68 downstairs, and we're looking at 78 upstairs. So we're looking at you know 150. And, and a big bar area, too? Big bar area, yeah. 16-seat bar. Uh, it's gorgeous. Built for bartenders, too. They love it. Super cool. Awesome. Well, Thank you so much for coming by and telling us about Storyhouse Spirits. Any other things on the menu that you wanted to touch on real quick before we get going here? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, you know, if, if you have the opportunity, um, I think it's a great place. It's a great price point, which is what I wanted. Um, you know, my staff is all fine dining trained, and I don't think that you need to uh, overexert your wallet to have that kind of thing on a plate. So, you know, we do a... Um, a steak dish, which is like Midland, Odessa, Texas meets Argentina. Uh Um, Tell me about that. So we do a, um, we're taking top sirloin and we're uh, macerating it in salt, uh, make it super tender. Uh And then uh, we're doing a chimichurri underneath that. And then we're doing a duck fat confit potatoes. But the whole dish is actually picked up in beef fat. Um, So it's just this total immersion of flavors reinforcing themselves. Um, And then when it comes to that, we do a little onion jam, 
uh, salt and pepper creme fraiche. So it's almost like a, a deconstructed baked potato and cool. then uh, like a churrasco steak on a plate, which, you know, we're having a lot of fun with that whole cultural diversity, which is really what I want the menu to be focused on. You know, when we came up with the concept, what kind of restaurant do you want to be? And my response was, I want to be a why not restaurant. Let's, you know, focus on some cuisine that's not usually touched on uh-huh. and, and, you know, do it justice and, and put our own spin on it, which has been a lot of fun with me. A why not restaurant? Yeah. That's, that sounds awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So super cool. All right, chef. Well, guys, go out and check out Storyhouse Spirits down at J and Park Avenue in East Village. <laughs> East Village. Why do I keep losing that today? <laughs> chef, congratulations. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks again. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me here. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.